What's up, podcasters? Welcome back. It's the Entrepreneur Show with T.L. Weedman. And today, I'm going to be talking about cannabis influencers. But first, I want to say thank you to all of you for your support. I'm back. I took a hiatus starting in about February of this year. And I really wanted to focus on bringing new content, but not just being another podcast. If you haven't looked, I've exploded. I've changed from Thurlow Weed, which uh, my nickname is TL, to TL Weed Man. And I have now created a character and a persona, this Weed Man character that you can find at events, high times events, rolling loud concerts, other events that are cannabis and not cannabis related, festivals, complex con different things like that, going out there, meeting people, talking with people, check it out at TL underscore Weedman on Instagram. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter as well, TL underscore Weedman. And if you want to catch me on Snapchat, it's TL underscore Weed. If you want to go ahead and catch the Entrepreneur Show, it's Entrepreneur Show. That's it at Entrepreneur Show. So thank you all very much for your support. I appreciate it. And I'm ready to kick off podcasts like you've never heard before, giving you the hottest information in the cannabis industry, how to start a business in the cannabis industry, how to grow, how to build a brand, and what you can do that's not even actually working with cannabis. That's right. You can start a business. It's called an ancillary business that doesn't deal with actual actually handling the cannabis. And one of the things that people don't understand is right now, those ancillary businesses, those are the businesses that are really raking in the money as opposed to grows and such like that. Now, if you want to understand more about what I'm talking about, make sure that you follow this podcast. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Feel free to DM me because I do reply to DMs and Let's get this show kicked off. We're going to talk again about cannabis influencers and just influencers in general in the cannabis industry and how you can start building a business being a cannabis influencer. As I'm sure most of you know, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, even TikTok, most social media platforms, even Twitter at times, are not very cannabis friendly. Now, they're not cannabis friendly at all for advertising. Not Twitter, not Instagram, Facebook, any of them. Whether it's an ancillary cannabis business or whether it's an actual business in the cannabis industry, marketing on social media platforms through their platform is more than likely not going to happen for your for your business. There are some ancillary businesses, usually apparel companies, lifestyle companies, that are able to get away with advertising and marketing on these platforms. If you can get away with it, if you can do it without putting your account in jeopardy, then that's a great thing to do. Whether you're the business owner or whether you're looking to be an influencer, this is important. The reason that this is important is because these businesses still have to market. They still have to advertise, promote. They still need to reach out to new customers, potential customers, and keep in contact with their old customers 
to do this. They can use these social media platforms. Sometimes the platforms themselves are not friendly and they won't let you have an account or they'll shut your account down. But once you do have these accounts as a business owner in the cannabis industry, the best way to promote you and your business, your brand, your company on these platforms and is through influencers. Because here's the thing. If you cannot market on those platforms through traditional marketing that the platform allows, why not find the people who will reach your target market and reach them effectively? This is where influencers step in. Now, of course, industries like the sex industry or adult entertainment industry, um, also uh, cannabis industry, like those places can't usually advertise on the platforms, but they found that it's a good way to link up with other people who have a following. As this continues to grow, businesses in the future, such as Colgate, such as Apple, and some of these businesses are already doing it, are going to start focusing more on spending money on influencers to sell their products and to promote their products, influencers that align with their brand. So what you need to do if you want to be an influencer in the cannabis industry, you need to find a lane. Don't just be another person smoking weed on Instagram doing weed skits. At least be creative like TL Weed Man and create some sort of character around it. Now, if you don't know much about TL Weed Man, myself, I'm also using it to promote my music. So I'm not just another producer pushing beats online. I'm not just another weed smoker taking hits online. I'm actually a music producer and uh, a cannabis business owner and influencer who um, uses those outlets to reach my people. And I, I use it to promote my company. I use it to promote my music. So I'm not just another weed smoker or another producer on, on Instagram or, or social media platforms. So that's something that you need to look at. Find a lane. What do you like to do? And what is nobody else doing? Those are the two things. Your lane, you should be loving what you do. Every day that you get up, it should not be like work, okay? But I don't want to get too far ahead of things. There is a need, a dire need for influencers in the cannabis industry. And if you are looking to become an influencer in the industry, you definitely want to continue listening and, and maybe even break out a notebook and start writing down some notes. dispensaries and grows are not the only companies that need influencers within the industry. As a matter of fact, those are some of the hardest businesses to actually promote because most guidelines say that they cannot promote out of state or advertise out of state. And most of them say that they, uh, like most Instagram accounts or Instagram says that you cannot actually promote where it's being sold. So you can promote a grow if you've got a grow and it's your brand. You can post pictures of your grow and stuff, stuff as long as it's in a legal state. But 
you can't say go buy it here. The business is so so they need influencers. Dispensaries need influencers to build their brand name. That way, when you're looking to when uh, people are looking for a dispensary to shop at, that brand name pops in their mind. So you so for instance, Colgate doesn't necessarily promote where they're being sold. Sometimes they do, but for a majority, they just promote Colgate. Then when you want Colgate, you go out and you know where to find it or you'll search online to try and find out where it's at. So they just need to be building a brand and influencers, again, are a a huge way to be able to build that brand. But they need to find influencers that they align with that will portray their brand or help them build their brand in the image that they want it to be built. Ancillary businesses in the industry also need these influencers. Uh, Ancillary businesses are any business that doesn't actually lay their hands on the cannabis products. So, for instance, it could be a marketing company that focuses just on the cannabis industry. It could be a packaging company that makes packaging specifically for the cannabis industry. It could be childproof packaging, such like that. So those are ancillary businesses, a cannabis club like I own, I Bake Denver, a pipe shop, pipes. All those different businesses are ancillary businesses, meaning that they go along with the cannabis industry and their businesses that are part of the industry, even though they actually don't put their fingers on the product. Now, those businesses also um, are able to usually are able to have banking just depending on what type of business it is. But usually they're able to have banking. They're, they usually have uh, tax write-offs that they can do that other businesses can't um, that are within the industry. because uh, And that's a whole other couple of episodes. But these ancillary businesses also want to build a brand. Now, there have been some companies like Jerome Baker, um, Tommy Chong Glass, or Chong Bongs uh, in the past that have really built a brand, ancillary businesses that have built a brand around it, but there's never been that I can see a dominating pipe company, so to speak. So as a business idea, that's great, but as an influencer, you could contact these. If you're somebody who likes different smoking devices, you could contact these companies and be like, yo, you know, I want to make your glass company, I want to help make your glass company the dominating glass company in the cannabis industry, and I'm going to do it through um, this with my social media following and and going around to these different events and linking up with these different influencers and and basically showing these products so every time somebody walks into a head shop anywhere in the U.S. or anywhere in the world, they're asking for your glass. So when it comes down to finding your lane, find, again, what you're going to be happy doing and then stay in that lane. Find a company that you want to work with or companies that you want to work with and maybe all you do is you're a glass influencer. Maybe you're working not with companies, but you're working with individual glass blowers. There's so much that you can do. These people cannot necessarily, you can't put an ad for dab rigs on Instagram. But you can link up with somebody, an influencer, and pay them and they can 
do a video hitting your piece and share it with their one point something million followers and then whoever else shares it. This is why influencers are need influencers are needed. And you're going to find that as time goes on, businesses in the cannabis industry, um, in adult entertainment and other places that are currently using influencers to grow outside companies or, or publicly traded companies or uh, businesses, I guess you could say, that are more in line with with society's rules, i.e. Colgate, Olive Garden, stuff like that, you're going to start seeing these businesses using influencers more. So this is kind of paving the way. Now, it's all happening and has been happening for some time, but people don't understand how big the market is out there for influencers in this industry and how wide open it is. You just have to be creative and, of course, be consistent. So I will be doing a whole episode dedicated to how to become an influencer in the cannabis industry. But right now, I'm just going to give you a bit of a rundown. Maybe you uh, are thinking about it. Maybe you actually have a following already and you really are are trying to kind of hone down or see what kind of content you really want to focus on because you are getting a buzz. How to become an influencer in the cannabis industry. For one... You can't actually promote the sale, uh, the sale and use of cannabis. So, in other words, you you need to not glorify it um, because these are things that risk getting your account shut down. Now, now, of course, anybody can look at taking a rip or a hit as as somebody to somebody who doesn't like cannabis. They can say it's a glorifying, I guess you can say, or you're glorifying it, and you do run a risk of getting your account shut down. So that's one thing that. Uh, becoming an influencer in the cannabis industry, you really have to be particular on the type of stuff that you upload. You also need to look at making sure you have your account private, um, you know, not obviously selling to people, um, stuff like that. Next is look at what other influencers in the industry are doing. And again, find your lane. If somebody's doing something and you feel that you can do it so much better, not because you don't like them, but because you feel you can add something different, then do that and add something different, add your twist. But this is also new that there are so many things that are not being done that you can do. It's it's about being unique. One, becoming an influencer in the industry is not going to happen overnight. Now, you can kind of make it happen overnight. Seriously, you can actually... Make it happen overnight in a, in a way faster than like, I guess you can say people in music and stuff like that. This is one thing you have absolute control over and, 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 it, and it reflects on growing your audience to actually become an influencer. Here's the key. You have to work with other influencers. Bottom line, you have to. And when I say you have to work with other influencers, it's not sending them a DM and saying, I really want to grow. Can you please share me? That's not working with them. You're going to somebody who has worked on building their account, building their following, building an audience, and you're asking them to just 
share you and tell people about you, they don't even know who you are. Like most of these people don't even actually introduce themselves. They just say, yo, can you share me? Hey, can you share me? Hey, I love your content. Can you share me? Hey, I'm trying to do this. Can you share me? Hey, can you? But they don't even introduce themselves. They don't even. Do you walk down the street and just be like, hey, give me money. Hey, come, come tell your friends about, uh, about me and they could come hang. You're just catching random people on the street doing that. Cause in a sense, if you think about it, we'll just take Instagram for, for instance, you're walking down the Instagram street and you see a post. It's like seeing somebody and waving. Hello. You might try and spark up a conversation and put a comment. Yo, I like that dress or hey, nice car or whatever it is that you may say. Okay, that's cool. You're doing it publicly. You're saying it aloud. But if you just started walking up to these people and being like whispering in their ear, i.e. DMing them or just making a conversation face to face, but going right up to them and being like, yo, can you introduce me to all of your friends? That's it. Like, that's it. They just walk up. They don't shake your hand. They don't do anything. And they're just like, yo, can you? I'm a music artist. Can you tell all your friends to come download my song? You know, that's how it is. That's how a lot of people do this. And they think that 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 they're owed something or or whatnot. Now, I'm not angry or frustrated. I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that people aren't looking at it that way because essentially that's what it is you're you're walking down this public street on instagram and you're just sitting there starting conversations with people and all you're saying is things like hi i like your content can you share me to all your friends and that just doesn't sound right when you're looking at it at that aspect so you need to work with other influencers so you need to follow them see what they do and then contact them. A lot of times, they're an influencer, so they're they're paid to do this. Here's the thing: if a company is going to pay them for a post, that company may pay two or three hundred dollars, may pay five hundred dollars, they may pay five thousand dollars. That influencer is probably going to charge you. Now, they may not charge you $5,000, depending on their followers, their interactions. They might be a few hundred. It might be a few thousand. In the end, you're paying them to use their audience. If, if, if you see somebody who's getting paid by companies to post stuff, you probably, well, especially if you don't know them, you, you just shouldn't go say, hey, share my stuff. That's how they're making their money. What if people came up to you and if your boss came up to you and said, hey, good morning, when you came into work and then is like, guess what? You're working for, can you do me a favor and work for free today? Or better yet, walking up to somebody you don't know on the street and saying, yo, hey, can you come work for me? Take my shift for free today. It it, it just doesn't work that way. So you can't ask these people to do stuff for free. You need to expect to have to pay. Usually maybe start off the question or talking to them with, yo, what do you pay for a shout out? Then you've actually started a conversation with them. Hey, I'm T.L. Weedman. What do you charge for a shout out? Sometimes you might get it for free. 
then they'll get you the price. Well, guess what? Once you've actually got a shout out from them, you've done business with them. Now it's even easier to talk to them. Now, I'm not saying go to everybody that you want to talk to and get a shout out because you want to do that uh, because you want to start a business relationship with. But heck, it's worth a try, isn't it? So as if you want to become an influencer, you need to choose your lane. Then you need to follow other influencers that will help reach your target audience, the people that you want to follow you or that you think will like your content. And then you need to link up with them. You need to have them give you shout outs, pay for shout outs. You need to pay to do skits with them. It's if you're going to if you want to make money on Instagram and be an influencer, um you just need to get your stuff out there, linking with other people. You need to not force it. You need to let it take its time, but you also need to provide more to others than what they are providing to you. Once you have that figured out, you will be able to grow. And this industry, as well as many others, are are really needing in need of very good, solid influencers. And just because you're an influencer in, say, the cannabis industry does not mean you can't be an influencer in other industries as well people who smoke cannabis tend to listen to music so maybe you have a bunch of followers that listen to that smoke cannabis and listen to rock music or like me that smoke cannabis and listen to hip-hop or r&b then you can in essentially be uh an influencer in those other segments or industries as well if it's something that you like so keep your mind open Figure out what you want to do that's going to create content for other people to consume that brings them value or brings them entertainment, not what you want to do that and you're doing it for you. Remember, to be an influencer and to do this, you're giving back more than you're expecting to receive from these people, okay? I'm signing off, TL Weedman. Thanks for checking out the Entrepreneur Show. Please remember to share this podcast if it's brought you any value. If you haven't started following it, go ahead and give it a follow. It is on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and many other platforms. Let your friends know about it. We'll talk to you soon.